What's up, world? <laughs> it's your boy. You know, FCC wins another game and MLS is back. And advance to the round of 16 so you know that we are back for episode 95 of Knifey Lion, Lion Radio. Radio. Oh, baby, we are the gift. My name is Jonah, the ying to Tom Bogart's yang. Joining me from a remote location, it's the nose swabbed cause of cause of job, Zach. Good day. Oh my. Also joining me under the shadow of the Frisch's mainliner, it's the hot tub horn dog, Nick from Soccer. <laughs> Hola muchachos. How often are you going to the mainliner, Nick? Oh, you know, they get the impossible burger there now, so Do it's been the a little bit more, it's the impossible big boy, so a little bit more frequently. Today, for only the third time in FCC's brief MLS history, we talk about back-to-back wins. A 2-0 beatdown of the New York Red Calves. Huh? Calves, I'm calling them. <laughs> we'll dissect it like a dead frog in the FCC recap. recap. Like a gorgeous Navajo blanket, we will weave the recap with brand new FCC headlines. FCC headlines. Oh, man, after that, you know we got to pick our FCC man! of the week. We'll see who looked especially, especially, especially fashionable with styling on. Oh, him. you mad because I'm styling on. Saliva's back. We're going to get real deep into it and pick the next three castaways on FCC Survivor. Ah! Then Kevin will stomp on some graves, the brand new edition of. Kevin's last minute. Hope he can't explain. And of course, we get personal. Popery. Well, first, for everyone who never stopped believing, a.k.a. everyone but Nick, join us and these millions of bats inside the John Hart's Hart's Cave Cave of Wonders. Still no room for you, Tom Bogart. It's Sunday afternoon. We're finally back to normal. Nick? Huh? How you feeling? It's great. It's great. It's great. Just got done watching the uh, EPL games. Sunny day. I'm enjoying it. We're big soccer fans. (laughs) Zach? (laughs) <laughs> Zach, how about you, big soccer fan? Sunday. Here we are. Just love the game. Oh, it's beautiful. Truly. Uh, but before we get caught up in all this excitement that we're already espousing, speaking of normal, but first, <laughs> that's not a good transition. But first, why not get rewarded for the things you already buy? Union Savings Bank introduces the unlimited Union Friend Card for everyday rewards with each dollar spent. Whether you're a footy fan or a couch potato, you don't want to miss out on the 10,000 Friend Card Frank points you'll get just for signing up. Union Savings Bank is the official banking partner of Knifey Lion Radio, two businesses that are cincy till they die, and financing is the reason why. Find out more at usavingsbank.com and sign up for your custom friend card today. Union Savings Bank and KLR, that's a friendship you can deposit. Nick, have you heard about this? Yeah, I love being a footy fan. It's great. Oh. What? What's, what's the name of the card again? I completely missed the whole... What's the actual name of it? Oh, uh, the Unlimited Union Friend Card. <laughs> oh, the Ununion... <laughs> yeah? And one more time, what was it? Oh, the Unlimited Union union Friend Card. <laughs> the Unlimited Union Friend Card? Yeah. I have heard about that. It's everyday rewards for each dollar spent. Zach, one day your first financial, the next your fifth, third. Now we're Union Savings Bank. Do you see an end to this? No, I sure hope not. That's a lot of perks. Oh, the money and the friend card frank points just keep rolling in. 
Oh, but also earlier I mentioned dissecting frogs. <laughs> First of all, uh, we got to talk about this. It's on the tip of everyone's tongue. Is there any high school tradition more worthless than dis- dissecting a fucking frog? Folks, I'll tell you, that vol- valuable frog cutting sure hasn't helped me much in life. Zach, did you dissect a frog in high school? No, absolutely not. I was also, I was pretty vegan in high school. Did they, I should say then. Um... They did at Walnut Hills, but I had been kicked out by the time they got there. <laughs> They're frogs in. Nick, I know at LaSalle, you guys were hacking up a frog for show. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah, we had the uh, frog legs for lunch that day. No, uh, we actually did uh, guinea pigs, and I did not Jesus. partake. And it had nothing to do with my stance on animal rights. It had everything to do with my phobia of internal organs. Guinea pig sounds way more disturbing than a slimy yeah. frog. What on earth? Tell me they were euthanized uh, guinea pigs that you got from the guinea pig pound or something. I mean, once you got to know them, because we, we played with them before we um, dissected them. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah, Nick, no. Nick practices keepy-uppies with uh, a guinea pig at recess before they dissected it in fifth period. Footy for, footy for life, man. <laughs> That's disturbing. No, we use guinea pigs. Wow. Catholics. They do it raw. They do it real. Uh, Brian Weigel, I know you're listening. If you want to drop a a Twitter note about dissecting a guinea pig since you weren't a total puss like Nick, I'd love to hear about it. (laughs) Uh, Nick, when you're out there on the job working on electrical lines, how often do you think back to the day that they dissected and like, thank God we learned where the heart of a guinea pig is? It has become very valuable information for me. When you're doing wiring, as you know, it's a lot like, well, it's a lot like surgery, right? I mean, yes. you're probing, you're cutting, you're getting into the internal parts. Talk and to uh, me. I don't know where I would be in life if I didn't sit out and experience that. You're sniffing, you're tasting, <laughs> <laughs> you're licking, you're dancing. You're high-fiving all your all your bros. That frog smelled. That's all I remember. Let's get into the FCC recap. recap. Fresh off a thundering smackdown against five-man Atlanta, FCC looked to advance out of group whatever the letter with a tie or a win. Starting lineup same as the Atlanta game, but replace one Hetty's coach's son in VDW with another first man in, last man out in Tom Pedersen. Zach, if it's not broke, don't fix it. What did you think? Oh, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. tell you. this is the first game you got to watch, right? It is. Spoiler. It is the first game I got to watch. And what are we talking? Just starting a lineup? Always. Well, I, um, yeah, it looked about right. I love it. Well, I was, uh, I was hoping maybe for a cruise start. True. But, uh, besides that, it seemed as expected. Uh, Nick, you're old school. You watched the first two games. Were you yep. uh, were you hoping for more bunker madness or expecting them to go get it against the feisty rebels? Well, it wasn't that I was hoping for more the bunkering. It was more of I was expecting it. So to be honest with you, with Lacadia not going to be part of the game, I pretty much figured what it was we were going to do. And the starting lineup really had no interest to me because you know what they're going to do no matter what personnel they put on the field that's available. Um, and that is uh pretty much what happened so yeah you were yeah i did read a headline um this was in the uh louisville gazette 
Love it. Seems weird. This is front page news in Louisville <laughs> right now. Um, Stam seen in patent office line seeks to trademark revolutionary sit deep and catch them on counter tactic. <laughs> Louisville's got all the best headlines. Unbelievable. Nick, was there a headline for you before the game even started? You know, I, I not not before the game, but I definitely stumbled across some that uh, would apply to after kickoff. So, all right, we got some time from the kickoff. It was clear FCC would be bunkered down, very deep, forcing New York Rebels into a soccer purgatory the likes few teams have ever seen. Hopeless crosses, total possession, it had it all, and uh, it became clear to the headline writers as well because New York Times had a headline: Ultimate Mashup. SEC plays Jenny from the block as the Red Bulls run Forest run till they need new legs. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jenny and Forest, remember guys? It's the ultimate <laughs> mashup. Oh, brother, brother. cross-referencing there. Yeah, I like it. Absolutely. But uh yeah, as soon as the game starts, we cede all possession. We give it away. We say take it. Actually, there might be a headline there with Red Hot Chili Peppers I haven't written down yet. But we'll get back to that. Nick, what did you see? It's what you expected. How were they handling the pressure? The, uh, spoiler, great. Yeah, they were They were definitely handling the pressure, as you would expect, with the entirety of the team <laughs> and the defensive third. I mean, if you watch just the first half, I would guess there was probably like at least 10 different uh, situations where the Red Bulls were trying to play penetrating balls through the the box and it would play it right to one of our players like we intercepted probably 10 passes into the box and uh you know it's you know that's what happens you you close down all the space in the back and you give them no gaps to play balls through or make runs in and the frustration begins for the red bulls and uh all i was thinking was why this is what we're gonna do all game so let's hope that they get so utterly frustrated that they just cannot capitalize on any uh situation it's definitely a White Claw night, huh, Nick? Oh, yeah. White Claw, <laughs> oh, White Claw and wine. In the same cup. Zach, you've been waiting almost a year to watch, well, maybe not, months to watch an FCC game. You finally get to. They're sitting back deeper than ever. Did you enjoy yourself? That first 15, I was not enjoying myself. I think I texted you guys and said, so is this what it's been like? And, uh, like, yeah, pretty much. Because it was just... <laughs> it's not just that you sit back it's that you sit back and then just tap it away and tap it away never looking for someone never trying to string a couple passes to play it out nothing just give it away and let them come again give it away let them come again the only man who had his own vibes at the time and was styling and profiling a little bit and there's a headline about him from the Tokyo Times. Did you guys read this? Yeah, they wake up pretty early to read it because it's a different time. May take man to Kubo's room, spin cycle, out of control on Yuya, leaving New York totally washed. Oh, Only nice. 15 more to go. Oh, nice. um, but Kubo breaks through unexpectedly after the deluge against SEC in the 43rd minute. Picks up a little bit of a mistake. Holds the ball just long enough to make the keeper think he's going to the other way. Goes near post on him. Kubo scores an absolute butte in the 43rd minute. Nick, Kubo, you hated him. Now you love him. <laughs> Can't give the man space. I mean, he's 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 deadly from the top of the 18 or around that area. If you give him a couple yards, the guy guy can hit him, man. He can, he can play some, put some pace on him. 
yeah, I, uh, I, I definitely just uh, ripped up all my uh, anti-Kubo <laughs> posters I was making when he scored that. <laughs> they were World War II propaganda posters, folks. You don't want to look at those. <laughs> the, uh, the goal was fucking awesome, and I know they talked about it on the broadcast, but it started with, like, a Gutman tackle, and then we strung a shit ton of passes together, and then we ended up, I think, going down the right side, and then I was upset. Because then we brought it back, cycled it back through the back line. I'm like, motherfuckers, this is our one time. Um, nope, get it right back up there. Then a lucky bounce kind of to Kubo, but it was pretty sweet. I was going to say, um, when we did attack, we looked pretty good. Like, the Red Bulls attack seemed kind of, like, lifeless. But every time we did cross the line, I don't know, you felt like we could make something happen. Yeah, I agree. And, and like, I think, like, Frankie... Looked confident, and, and like you said, Gutman. And that was one thing I, I did notice as well is the little spurts of possession that we did have. It looked like, I think, well, it's like we felt like we had our defensive shape and we felt a little bit more confident to kind of like basically playing, the, you know, like there's, there's not a whole lot riding on our shoulders. We're just playing with a little bit of freedom. So, yeah, that, that was definitely noticeable. Game. Yeah, we took that in the halftime and. You were halfway to saying it was a tactical masterclass, but you, it's a full 90 game, folks. It's a full 90. They did interview, uh, this was a headline, um, at halftime, ESPN interviewed uh, Red Bull's manager and says, Red hot in the Florida bubble, NY manager gives chilly interview after FCC peppers the Red Bull's goal. <laughs> You could have thrown in as gave away. It's not, goal, it's not the give it away headline you were expecting. <laughs> oh, I, I'll tell you what. Their coach is hearing it from all sides because this headline from the Cheyenne Courier, late registration, Jesse Armas signs up for Yop's tactical masterclass, finds it not as yeezy as he thought. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, uh, I know we're jumping the gun, but let's keep the ball rolling. I heard there you might have a tactical masterclass <laughs> headline of your own you discovered well i do but i want to get to this headline because in the second half you could see that that the red bulls were starting to get a little bit more noticeably frustrated with our compact shape and uh i guess it led the tallahassee um telegraph to write this (laughs) headline which was uh liberals upset as fcc builds a wall that red bulls pay for (laughs) <laughs> Wall jokes so funny? Are they? Are they? No. I mean, you, they could have taken it a few ways to make it really. I mean, they were paying though. for it. They were paying for it. <laughs> oh, I saw this the other day at the this headline in the Moroccan Sun Times. Unbelievable. Humpty Bogert, egg-shaped Tom's Spanish White House may be Casablanca after a Trumpian tweet backfires badly. <laughs> may never be put together again. <laughs> That's a. Uh, Probably my most impressive headline I've ever found. Hiring some real creative geniuses for these. Humpty uh... Bogart, Casa Blanca, White House, Trumpian. Guys, it's got it all. Unbelievable. Uh, Second half starts. Folks, if you were expecting more of the same, God damn it, that's just what you got as the Rebels. Keep trying to break us down. And uh, one man who would not be broken down. This is not a headline, but how about Kendall Waston, Nick? You were hater number one, two, and three. I think those were your alts on Reddit saying we needed to be cut. But Kendall Waston out there owning his haters and also owning the airways. How yeah, was he, he out looked, there, huh? He, he looked noticeably better. Uh, 
And like I said, after criticizing him for the first game, which remember, if you remember, you uh, you agreed that uh, <laughs> I may have tweeted Kendall Washington on uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he he looked. I think he looked a lot better because I mean I think he had the support back there. Everyone kind of understood what kind of shape they're trying to maintain. And I think because the game wasn't such a fluid, like flux-like state, state rather, he he kind of felt like I, I feel like you have a little bit more control and and what you're doing and what kind of shape you're trying to maintain. So de- definitely notice a little better. And uh, oh Jesus, again, <laughs> sorry. With all these crosses the Red Bulls were, were whipping in, he was. Uh, I mean, he was just fucking clearing it all with his head it was it was wonderful to have someone like that back that when you're when you're playing that that type of soccer zach you so, want him cut or not forrest lasso kendall waston who are you taking honestly <laughs> i squint i can't tell the difference the same um oh there's a headline this one from reddit shockingly enough professor yes silent Pedersen brilliantly instructs with his mind while wolverine waston wails and goes rogue <laughs> Did you guys see that one? <laughs> Missed Un- it. Unbelievable. Right at the <laughs> Professor X. He's got too much hair for that, but uh, I don't write these, folks. I don't write these. So you're thinking well, all we had to do was tie to advance, but in the 56th minute, we put the tie out of our minds. It was an own goal off the foot of Harris Madunian in a lovely looking corner that put them under pressure. We're up 2 nothing. Zach, dreamland. Absolute dreamland. Absolute dreamland. What did you tweet that I said that I didn't say? I didn't like that. Oh, Olympic own goal as one word. I did not say that. I mean, it was based off your text, so I didn't want to act like I was using your jokes. (laughs) But it was practically an Olympico. And then did you see Ledesma tweeted out the gif of his actual Olympico? (laughs) This guy. <laughs> this guy. No, he didn't. He did. he didn't. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I was, I was going to say that was weird that you uh, said that because there's actually a headline about him from uh, Cincinnati Soccer Talk. I accept your deal. Manic Manu text beachbound Birdo on plastic toy phone. <laughs> oh, he's lost it, folks. The man has lost it. He might be hanging out with uh, Yeezy pretty soon. Uh, own goal, 2 nothing. although it's the most dangerous lead in all of sports, especially football. Nick, you had to be out of your mind. You picked against them, and now they're winning 2 nothing. You might just turn yeah. your TV off right then. It was, it, was, uh, it was a wonderful feeling because that's the goal that you need in a situation like that to kind of give you a little bit more of a, of a cushion. And, uh, you know, I was really impressed with the ball that, Medunian and whipped in, and uh, apparently the Boise Gazette uh, were also <laughs> so obscure. I love it. We're, we're also pretty impressed because they had a headline that said, "It's Medunian in Red Bull's underestimation leads to Bosnian Olympico own goal." Mm, <laughs> it's all that's good. It's all there. <laughs> Sorry, Jonah. I did have a headline I wanted to get to, as you said, the mentioned the two zero lead. Frankie Amaya. Days later, sleeping with one eye open, well aware of the dangers of the 2-0 lead. (laughs) (laughs) That's from from Soldier of Fortune magazine. There was also a headline about that own goal. Um, This is from... I feel like we always use like Rochester (laughs) boys here. Um, Cleveland Plain Dealer. Why not? They watched. Cornea virus. 
Keeper sees red and blames conjunctivitis for embarrassing own goal. <laughs> Anal swab determines he's full of shit. <laughs> Not nasal, folks. Keeper's taking it. Anally. Did you read this headline? Red Bull's manager under investigation after farting on team pillow. <laughs> I think that was on the keeper's blog. <laughs> oh, positively. You know, the team pillow. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> it's like the big bed from, uh, what's the name? Tila Tequila's, Tila Tequila's uh, bisexual dating show. <laughs> Oh, they all slept on that giant mattress. Right. Fantastic. She's a Nazi. Sorry, I've got some... I've had some plosives here. <laughs> it's fine. It'll still be better than Nick. Nick, speaking of you, your boy, Gootman, a lot of people calling him the man of the match. Uh, not true, but great game besides a few errant passes early in the game, which caught my eye. But he was out there. Uh, bad news for Garza. Yeah, I mean, he was like I texted you guys. I mean... He brought an element of scrappiness and fight to the game, especially down that side. I mean, obviously, the like Zach pointed out, him winning that slide tackle, which led to a goal. And, I mean, that's the thing he's shown me, I guess, these last three games is that, you know, he's got a little bit of the spark in him, like I said, very McLaughlin-esque, if you will. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, to, kind of, to kind of just get into the defender's head and, and let him know, or the opposing team to let him know that, like, this guy, he means business. He's going to get the ball. He's going to take you on. You know, if you're dribbling at him, he doesn't shy away from 1v1s. He, he'll go in hard. And, you know, in terms of the passing, you're right. I saw some sloppy sloppiness in the beginning. But in terms of his defending, I mean, I, I thought he had just a, a remarkable game on the ground um, with people trying to take him on. So absolutely wonderful performance from him. There was a headline about him because he had such a great game. This one from the Dienstad Times. Danke shame. Wayne, new man, Gutman, breaks Cincy Deutsch Dork Hearts, revealing last name is English. <laughs> it's a damn dunk of shame. Wayne, new man. <laughs> Speaking of Madunian, did you guys see this headline from the Daily Mail? Sexual harassment. Madunian found guilty of accident causing lust puddles as short, short practice picks leak. <laughs> It was like that Louisville game. Remember that? Corbin Bones uh, puddle-stopping goal. Remember that, guys? Absolutely. Must have been. Did you see were... this one? Nope. My God. This one was in uh, Mad Magazine. Reggaeton? More like Egoton. Winger in hot water after flipping bird to Alex Steck following his step-over master class. <laughs> That was, uh, we should point out that moment. We had a legit chance for another goal there where the, a ball found uh, reggaeton after uh, a poor defensive effort by the Red Bulls. And there's like four of him, one of him. He's stepping over. He's dancing. It's all happening just five frames a second. And then he gets off a kind of weak shot that still kind of had a chance. Uh, this guy like step over. Zach, am I wrong? No. <laughs> he's a dancing <laughs> machine. We started to notice, we, not we, but we, FCC losing their shape a little bit as Red Bulls continued to desperately pile it on, but we held it off on enough to get the job done. Another unsung hero, because everything he does is perfectly boring, but uh, he was out there. Caleb Stanko, uh, yeah, Zach, sure, why not you? Zach, you've been long critical of Caleb Stanko, but how do you do, <laughs> how do, you do out there for you, huh? He's out there. Uh, 
Um, I couldn't name one specific thing, but uh, you seem to do all right. I would. I thought you were going to mention a TT who I thought he was fucking great, and there was we'll get to him a hand yeah a handful of saves shots on the ground through traffic and he got low and saved him. Very scary. There was actually TT had a great game, but uh, we don't want to lose track of Stanko. In fact, Stanko. <laughs> Such I knew where this was going. How dare you? <laughs> um, I think Stanko had a good game. Let's see. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. Stanko had a great game. Do you see this headline in the Delta Sky magazine, you guys? No. All systems in Gabe. Spacebound Stanko snops in Red Bull's nip-nops all game long. <laughs> Unbelievable. Delta. Mile High Club. Except this time... <laughs> what are they? We're on a hammock. Um, I don't remember much about Stanko, but I, that is the one thing I'm taking away from the game. It's coming <laughs> Nipnopsy snob. <laughs> We're just basically going down the line. Uh, no, the real story of the game, besides the goals, had to be the back line. And in fact, the Tampa Gazette had this headline. Unbelievable. Did we just become best friends? Waston and Pedersen build bunker beds on the back line, <laughs> leaving tons of space to do activities. It's a great pull there. Thank you. No problem. Uh, but speaking of TT, let's just get these all out of the way. Warsaw Weekender had this headline. Zach, did you see this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It was prescient. The P is silent. Shemeswav urinates on the inner side of the bowl to quiet the haters <laughs> and not wake the neighbors. Oh, that's like me late night. You hit the inside of the bowl so it's not splish splashing all over the place. Nick, how about you? You look like a right down the middle guy. You don't care who hears it. I don't. It doesn't matter to me. Isn't that the worst thing about women peeing? They can't aim to the side of the bowl and you just have to hear that spray. Nick, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, yeah. I've always got my ear up to the door. I think that's <laughs> just to see if she's learned to aim. Um, what else? They never did get that goal, did they, guys? Nope. Sure did. Did not happen. So let's just go ahead and skip to the chase. We get the win, 2 nothing. No one's going to take FCC for granted anymore. In fact, in this headline, the New Orleans Inquirer had something to say about it. Call me Charlie Hebdo. Beatman Hatch sketches Muslim main man Muhammad <laughs> saying, if FCC has a target on their back, so should I. <laughs> Call me Charlie Hebdo. <laughs> just out of control. Oh. This was not that good. This was from Pat Brennan, though. Did you ever go to sleep with Kubo Derek and wake up with Kubo Diddly? Thursday morning, we all answered no. Oh, perfect 10, that one is. Uh, Nick, any other ones you need to. You got yeah, you this, clippings this one. From? Um, just, you know, the London Whisperer is not really known for pumping out great headlines like the last two that uh, you just read off, but uh, did read this in the London Whisperer, and it is it was uh, uh, Masterclass Messiah gets the goddamn job done against Red Bulls. <laughs> I told you, don't even bother reading the I like the, I like the name of the paper the best, I'm going to be honest with you. This is... This is another local one from Sharon Coolidge. Fade into me? Frosted tipped Frankie Amaya, Mazzy stars in Orlando as Team Barber. <laughs> what a deep pool. Uh, but back to real soccer, you idiots. Uh, our man Vasquez comes in for another uh, substitution appearance, but not everybody was pleased with it. The Long Beach Times said this. 
Dr. Blame, The Chronic Problem 2020, Vasquez Nate Dogged by Poor Hold Up Play, looks forward to the next episode. When's Brandon going to get a real chance? Actually, he could have scored easily in that Atlanta game, if you know, if you remember. He had a perfect opportunity. Blew it. Doesn't matter. I don't hold it against you. Psych. Uh, Nick, what do you think about Brandon Vasquez out there? <laughs> Sorry. Felt a little sad for Brandon after the game. Um, you have Frankie Amaya, you know, tweeting, you know, we're silencing the haters, 900 likes, Andrew Gutman. You know, we played great, you know, hopefully silence the critics, 800 likes. <laughs> Brandon makes a post, made a point tonight or something like that. Five likes. All his burners. Um, guys, if you're on Twitter, show Brandon some love. It's really upsetting, Nick. Man. Please do. He's just scratching at barely any likes. In fact, he wasn't the only sub. Our man Sam came in again. And here's a headline about that from Bon Appetit. They're back, folks. Not my best work. Not their best work. Six-foot meatball on Parmesan oregano. Super sub Sam gets toasted in brief appearance. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I think I have one more here that I clipped out from the newspaper. You see this one, guys, in the Cincy Post? Aaron Long shouts knowledgeable soccer fan ten minutes after being asked, Who plays for the Red Bulls? (laughs) <laughs> I was joking about not knowing anyone on the team and then like as the game is going on I was like I literally don't know anybody on this team besides Aaron Long uh, that could have been a detriment to their team's performance what do you guys think yeah when I was researching headlines I <laughs> couldn't think of one single player so <laughs> well there you go. I and you I watched one. the game <laughs> um, you know while we're talking about headlines this one has nothing to do with the game but it's footy related and this one's from the colorado courier larissa olay nick can you believe this Koch stars in 10 things i'll try in one game as alan switchbacks go splish splash in the usl standings (laughs) (laughs) olay nick can you believe this i think they're like one in one (laughs) (laughs) 10 things i'll try in one game that's a lot of stuff. Alan Switchbacks goes. <laughs> I should have given you that, Nick, because I know you would just fall on your face with that oh, Switchback splash. My fucking tongue would have cramped. <laughs> and I think, much to the detriment of our listeners, I have read all the headlines. <laughs> um, let's see. Waston, Gutman, Kubo, Stanko. Who else? Frankie had a quiet game, but he was out there. It just proves, you know, we don't need him to get the job done. Zach, what's your big takeaway from the big 2-0 win as we advance and MLS is back? My big takeaway, I guess, would be that we were we have the ability to attack with some purpose. And uh, that's the most exciting thing. I um, I did see some people like comparing us to like, oh, it's like the Greek national team when they won the Euros. It's like, well, for me, that spelled like the end of soccer as we know it. So I really hope that's not like what we go for in the future. I hope uh, we just build on our attacking momentum. I think before I hand the platter over to Nick, we saw the first first game against the Columbus Crew. I'm going to assume that's more of what Yap wanted to do, minus the getting scored on four times. And then he was like, whoa, baby. And uh, I mean, I'm not, you know. That's obviously what happened. We tried to play one way, it didn't work, and he reverted this. So hopefully it's just a temporary solution. But so far, Nick, you can't argue with the results. You could try, but you can't. You cannot. 
no, he got the job done, and he's done the last two games. And, yeah, I, it's not something I think is a permanent or an ideal type of strategy when we go out and play. But it is, has been effective. And as far as this last game specifically, the piggyback off Zach, like I usually do, you can see when the confidence starts generating that it actually helps our attack. And I think that when people feel like they're not going to be having to transition back you know, constantly or they're going to have a set defensive shape in the back, they play with a little bit more freedom, which was kind of a really cool thing to witness because, uh, you know, I really, to be honest, I really did not think we were going to have maybe more than one or two real good spurts. I was a little bit of a pessimist going into the game. But, uh, yeah, I think he's just going to continue to do what works. And uh, I think that's what, what a good coach would do. Not a master class coach, but I think that's what a good coach would do. Wow. <clears throat> Backhanded compliment at the end there. One big news that was uh, tweeted by Joseph Mamey, and then he was forced to retract, although... I still believe it to be true. Jurgen Lacania could be back for our next game. And I'll tell you what, him and Cruz out there, some of these bridges to nowhere after we got the ball back last night, you know, there would be, there was a few times Joe Jow actually had a heavy touch, unfortunately, where Kubo, if you saw my highlights that I posted on Twitter last night of Yuya making a good pass and then the person he passed it to with a loose touch losing the ball. We get somebody like Loka in there. Folks, it could be a different story and all that bunkering could lead to even more beautiful opportunities. Zach, Jurgen Lacadia, have you heard of him? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> Jurgen Lacadia shipped back to Brighton. Did you read that? Absolutely. Vasquez showed too much heart out there. You gotta get rid of Loka. Rashawn um, recalled. Rashawn did score last night. Hey, Rashawn. It was a tap-in after a missed shot. Um, what else? Team of the Week honors came out. Guess who was on it? Fucking Kendall Lustin. <clears throat> the Black Force Lasso. <laughs> Can't wait to cut that out. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Team of the Week, Kubo on the bench, Yapstam, Coach of the Week, Lustin owning the haters. It's got to feel good. It's got to hurt you though, Nick, number one Lustin <laughs> hater. <laughs> no, no, it was, uh, I was actually very happy for him. Um, obviously when he plays bad, I just shit talk him. And when he plays good, I just act like I'm a super fan. So, um, no, he, he deserved it. I mean, like I said, as many of those balls that the Red Bulls were whipping in and, you know, they couldn't get anything going air in the air at all. And it was all due to the Kendall Watson. So pump for him and pump for, uh, Stam. He wins them all. It's a 2-0 victory. We move on to face Portland because Portland, did they tie or win? Whatever happened in that Portland L game, they end up facing us you know it doesn't matter who we play the style we're playing but uh probably better that it's not lafc zach what are your odds portland fcc who are you giving the nod to i'm gonna give the nod to portland but I, <laughs> I think we got a chance against anybody nick you gotta go ahead and throw on your quote-unquote jinx again i'm just doing this because i i love them it's like uh tough love so yeah i'm sophie's choice again gonna have to go with with portland because they've probably watched these games and can figure out what it is that we're going to do. But in reality, if they get frustrated, could end up with another FCC victory. And they will. Let's move on to the FCC nah. of the week. There's choices, and then there's more choices. Zach, how about Yo, you? what's up? 
Who did it for you this week? Uh, I should mention before we get to it, the winner of FCC Man of the Week this week gets a $30 Union Savings Bank War Bond. bond. Ooh, baby. So, who <laughs> you giving it to, Zach? I'm going to give it to Shimishwav Teton. Oh, baby. It's <laughs> exciting. For playing well in goal? <clears throat> yes, for being a good goalie. Uh, okay. Yeah, one man is not a fan, Spencer Ritchie. He's been going serial first. The man's so fucking out of it, he can't handle it. Nick, how about you? Who are you giving the $30 Union Savings Bank War Bond to this week? TT did have an incredible game. But? Probably his best Probably his best game that I've ever seen play for uh, in, in, regard, in regards to FCC. But I think you know where I'm going with this. I'm going to give it to Gutman. Didn't he get it last week? <laughs> I think so, but I did... I just feel that he's doing all the right things and, and like all the, the small details that aren't getting caught by maybe the commentators and everyone else. I mean, people know he played good, but I don't know. Just just feeling like uh, he's been a real spark, man. You know who the first one to point out his uh, tackle leading to the goal was uh, Ali Moreno, most hated commentator, who proved that even he can be more enjoyable than Taylor Twellman. It was a shocking development. Even for me. But you know what? We got a TT. We've got a Gutman tiebreaker. I'm giving it to Kubo. Fuck you guys. If you watch my highlight reel, he, oh, the touch of class. You know, he was pretty boring week one. Some would say slow, pathetic, terrible. Week two, <laughs> even better though. Even better than the bottom. And this week, he's truly coming to his own. He's just got it all. So I'm giving it to him and not to step on my toes, but I've given him a new nickname. Are you guys ready? Ready. Kubo the Tornudo. All that spinning. What do you guys think? Is that going to catch on? Working on a shirt. Kubo the Tornudo instead of Tornado. Hey, Nick, did you you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) That's also uh, a game Nick plays where he takes his clothes off and spins around a wiffle bat and then runs. Tornudo. Backyard naked dizzy games. You gotta get a couple white claws in you before you start it though. And then you dunk yourself in the hot tubo. Anyways, styling oh, on styling I get my styling on the Kubo, the spinner. We noted in our group chat because he was spinning a lot. Effectively. Anything I'm missing out there? I'm gonna give my styling on him to Regaton for his step over masterclass. <laughs> you can't teach step overs like that. Nor would you want to. Nick, how about you? Any other yeah, stylish with, moments on the field? Going with Kubo, too. Uh, aside from what you pointed out, Thank and you. I think you actually pointed out a little bit earlier with his Absolutely. little spin move, he also had a nice little cutback behind his legs to beat two defenders on the Red Bull. So that was, uh, you know, in the context of FC Cincinnati, that was just incredible. <laughs> so <laughs> going with Kubo. Truly. And if you haven't. The Tornudo. Kubo the Tornudo. Everyone's calling him that. Um, <laughs> catching on, man. <laughs> wildfire uh tornado wreaking havoc all over this town if you haven't yet go to the knifey line twitter and if you're not following what are you an idiot go ahead and watch his highlights because there were several now this is going to be rough we're moving on to play fcc survivor Ah! oh every week we have to vote out someone who entered the game never to be seen again this season until we reach the end and we might reach the end before MLS back is over one more game might might do us in um, so far we've already had to say bye to Harris Joe Jow Greg Garza Deplon V-Dubs Vasquez TT Waston uh, Kubo he of the player of the week Reggaeton Tom Pedersen and Caleb Stanko 
the Pickens, they are a slim. Nick, I'll let you do the honor of being the first to get rid of someone. We could oh have boy. one this week. I don't want to do the math. But. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I'm glad you just sped read through all the names. Um, well, you can always we say, say the wrong one. Now. We say rigatone already? Of course. <laughs> um, well, let's see. Patterson, change your shoes. You're gone. <laughs> He's already gone. I, I got booted him last week. <laughs> Shit, man. Uh, okay. Let me, let me try this again. Take an extra all long right. walk, Patterson. <laughs> Dupin, I know you were the man of the match, but you're the only person I can think of right now. <laughs> and this, this segment doesn't matter at all. So. How dare you? See ya. I DM these results to the players and with a laughing emoji. Gootman, <laughs> great the, game. Who's going to start picking all the man, the man of the match? I, I could have given you a better all. one, but I don't want to. Zach, how about you? Joe Jow. <laughs> He's already gone. Fuck. This segment's so fucking stupid. <laughs> what? <laughs> but it has background music. Uh, think about the subs. Dude, it mean, means I can mean to talk to you about this segment. <laughs> you want me to bring back FCC wedding toast? <laughs> yeah. this, one's not, this segment's not that bad, I guess. It's got music. Uh, here. Zach, think about who subbed in the game. I want him to stay, but fine. Dion, you're gone. Peace. Sam, De- <laughs> Sam DeGon, huh? Huh? Absolutely. Uh, now I've got myself into quite a pickle. <laughs> we could literally be out of players almost besides Frankie. What's really all? <laughs> it's basically FC Survivors. Who played? <laughs> <laughs> Who played? Oh, yes. Got one. Dialashe with a late ah. sub into the game. You know what that means? That's everybody, folks. I don't need to wait another week. The winner of the $2 million FCC Survivor is, can you believe this, folks? Frankie Amaya. Frankie, your family likes all my tweets. How could you ever get voted off? In fact, I would change the rules if somebody else said your name. Not allowed. Frankie, you're winner of this year's FCC Survivor. And you know what that means? Bless everyone's else heart. We get to start over next week with a clean slate. Everyone's a- <laughs> I'm just kidding. We start from scratch. <laughs> start kicking people off again. Yes. <laughs> really have have no meaning at all. Like, oh, guess what, Deplon, you're gone again. Frankie, uh, Nick, what do you think? Worthy winner of this year's SEC Survivor in a truncated season, some might say. Absolutely. I think he's, uh, I mean, the guy is very consistent. I mean, he said he didn't have a great game the other night, but... I mean, a bad game for Frankie is like a good game for somebody else. Right. The way he re- obtains possession and everything. I do want to toot my own horn here a little bit. Why not? Somebody asked on your shirt design about why on your shirt where Frankie is being portrayed as a saint. Absolutely. Why he had bandages around his hand. <laughs> Did somebody actually ask that? Yes. And because I was a Catholic, I know the answer to it is a stigmata, right? Sure. But, but. and you should call your shirt this. Stigmaya. <laughs> Glad we're setting it all I up. I built that whole thing up so you could, I, you could fully appreciate it. Did this actually happen? Now I'm starting to question that. <laughs> no, I swear. I'll, retw- I'll retweet it. I was very proud of myself. Uh, God bless you. God bless him. Glad, bl- glad bless the Nehemiahs. Uh, Kevin, there's nowhere to go but up. Kevin's in the last Your time starts right now. 
what a fun tournament this has been so far. I'm sure FC Cincinnati's performance doesn't influence my opinion of this at all. Atlanta United got rid of Frank DeBoer. That means of the 10 teams FC Cincinnati has beaten or drawn so far in MLS, six of them have replaced their manager. Nobody in the national media seems to want to talk about the fact that Miami had 2,000 more days to prepare for MLS than FCC did, and they have produced a far worse team. They are officially the worst expansion team through the first five games. They look absolutely pathetic, and everybody seems to just want to make excuses for them. LA Galaxy, for their part, also look like hot garbage right now. It sounds like the regular season is going to resume on August 22nd with 18 more games. But before that happens, Orlando beat Montreal 1-0, and Philadelphia topped New England 1-0 as well. If the knockout rounds continue the trend from the group stage, we can expect FC Cincinnati to win it all. Up the minnows, Timbers out. Oh baby, that was an improvement. Opori. Let's just, um, let's get out of here on a high note. Tom Bogert absolutely clowned on Twitter. The man, he thought he was making an innocent comment. There's no such thing as an innocent comment in FCC land. You just got Dave Flexnerd, buddy, for a rather benign tweet. Zach, Tom Bogart, have we gone too far or not far enough? Oh, no, not far enough. Drop dead, Tom Bogart. <laughs> what did you... What did you tweet, Adam, that some might say across the line? What, what I said? Yeah. Um, I think you told him to eat shit, scumbag. <laughs> I think I said <laughs> either that. <laughs> either that or get fucked. I can't. Get can't fucked, remember. scumbag, something like that. <laughs> that's like, that's why I, I mean, you'd like retweet and be like, look what I have to endure. <laughs> One was, one was STFU. I did see that. The other one definitely concluded in scumbag. <laughs> scumbag might be the worst part. It's like he's just been, he's like he's poisoning children's milk or something. Absolute scumbag. <laughs> what did this guy do? <laughs> like, this guy's super pissed, though. What did he do? Then, what's his face? Uh, CST photographer. He was like, he forgot to add him. I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> He doesn't want to follow me, then we make fun of him in the shadows. I don't give a fuck. But there's no way he could avoid it. I got lots of retweets. So uh, Tom Bogart knows what's going on. He does not want to re-engage. He must, he must be quite scared of walking over those hot coals again. And I uh, can't blame him. Zach, any other Bogart thoughts running through your mind besides my headline? No, no that's about it. Uh, I have Taylor Twelman written down. I have no idea what I'm referring to. But, well, uh, he did... Uh, yeah, he tweeted at your um, Miami mascot. <laughs> he was, yeah, he said, I don't get it or something. Because they love Miami and hate SEC, but look who's still in the tournament. Brunch! Um, <laughs> so that's fantastic. Um, I mean, Taylor Twelman is like, I don't usually drop the B word, but he's a real bitch. And uh, I mean, he's just like a salmon short wearing pretty boy. And uh I hate him. I've always hated him. He used to be on like um, Fox Soccer Channel. He'd have a commercial with his training products and all this shit. I'm like, this fucking Taylor Twellman, what a bitch. <laughs> he got too. Changed. He got too much. Uh, he got too much of a bump after the U.S. failed to qualify for the World Cup. You know, he had his famous rant. I feel like that's bought him too much uh, grace amongst people. But uh, you, you did FCC too many times. No one's gonna remember that rant, buddy. Nobody. Nobody. Well, does he? He also uses an exclamation point every question he asks on Twitter. 
And that drives me fucking insane. Calm. Calm down. I also... I have nothing against John Champion, but I like uh, the other dude better. The one who was at the FCC MLS celebration. Who's doing the games with... Oh, he did our game. What's his name? He's like the British JP Delacamera. That's what... He kind of looks like that too, but uh, yeah, that guy just seems a little more, he's got a little more juice for me. But yeah, and I was watching last night, I know we talk about crowd noise every week, but in the ESPN game, the 1030 game, it was so fucking quiet. Just give me the crowd hum. That's all I'm asking. I know they're not going to, you know, their heels are dug in. They're not changing now, but I was pretty sad to see our game is going to be on ESPN and not FS1. Nick, you have thoughts? You're breathing. You're thinking. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Just to add on to Taylor Twelman, pile does, it on, baby. When when he was doing the commentary for that uh, U.S. Open Cup game, that was, I mean, I, I loved him at that point because he was like convincing everybody across America, like Cincinnati should get a chance. They should. The MLS don't know what they're doing if, uh, or MLS doesn't know what they're doing if they don't bring Cincinnati into the fold and all this. And at that point, I'm like, loving anybody has something good to say. But of course, boy, if he doesn't speak with some self-importance these days just feels like every time he goes on any type of show on ESPN, like I saw him with Scott Van Pelt the other day, it just seems like he's got this, like, I think he's a little bit too big for his britches. You thinking about knocking him down a size? Uh, <laughs> Jeff Galuli style? I am. <laughs> knocking out the knees, well, maybe? Someone was saying that there were some seemingly barbed exchanges between him and uh, Champion. Did you catch any of that? I mean, they're always doing that, but if it went too far, it's absolutely Taylor's fault whatever it was but uh just love their banter wow fantastic rapport between those guys who have absolutely nothing in common <laughs> at all except for watching soccer games together but uh yeah i mean that's true everybody that just proves he goes for the hot girl at the moment now it's like you're miami or something fcc was it for a second we sucked he's like who are you babe i moved on and uh i don't know it for a fact but i'm guessing he's like that in his personal life so he's a love him, love him and leave him kind of guy. Um, but now uh, soccer, we advance round of 16. Can you even fathom it? 10:30, Zach, are you gonna make it with your schedule midweek? Is it? I thought it was on Saturday. When is this? That seems like a long way from now. So I don't think you're right. Maybe if they're advancing, pro- maybe you're right. What day is? It? Oh yeah, I'll watch. I think it's Tuesday. You're only off by five days or <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah, no, I'll watch. Sure. Um, Nick, bold question. Are you going to watch? Bold answer, yes. Tuesday, yes, July I 28th. Once, I will once again watch, drink a White Claw or wine, mm, make or really uh, intoxicated tweets, likely get under both your skin, and regret it the next morning when I wake up with a hangover and a bunch of uh, angry responses. So, yes, I once again partake in that. So, I mean, this is obvious, but I've noticed, you know, you tweet – Whatever you tweet during the game, it's just like a free 50, 50, 50 likes. And earlier in the day of that last game day, I had my tweet about uh, the new Charlotte football club logo. Go ahead, check it out. Everyone loved it. It's perfect. It's amazing. And it took all day, hours and hours and hours and hours and hours to get that tweet to 100 likes. Even with all the retweets and all the love it got. Then during the game, Yu Gi Oh! Kuba scores a goal. I, I tweet fuck all of you fucking assholes <laughs> that baby's about 100 likes too it just shows you swear during a game or a positive moment those free like handouts they're just passing them out like candy i don't really know what my point is but guys like my off-brand stuff too okay like the album cuts because those can be just as rewarding um, yeah i really yeah. W- really want the clown on uh 
the Charlotte name, but then I remembered we're called FC Cincinnati, and I just keep my mouth shut about it. Would you rather have a very boring name or a unique name that could possibly backfire? I feel like, and I don't really know a lot of examples off the top of my head, sure. but I feel like there is a sweet spot in between there somewhere where you're not something hokey like a animal mascot name and you're not something very plain and boring like football club or and united there's somewhere in there like i honestly i think like indy 11 i think that's a cool name i don't think it's hokey i think it shows that they're a soccer team <laughs> it's not a, a boring take yeah so i don't know i guess i mean i guess reading off the list of all the names that charlotte were, were considering which i don't know if i believe that <laughs> i think they knew the whole time what they're going to be yeah. calling themselves there was nothing on there that I was like, "Oh, hell yeah, that'd be it. That'd be a cool name." Um, Not a big so Charlotte Town guy. They played it safe, and you know what? The most popular way to fail is playing it safe, Jonah. Unless you're FCC. <laughs> Zach, anything else you got to get off your chest before we get out the crest? Sorry. <clears throat> nope, nope, I'm good. Nick, anything else you need to get off your chest? Last week we caused quite a firestorm. My emails were flooded about mm-hmm. Hot Tub Gate. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Are you still together with the little sister? Yes or no? That's what people want to know. Was that a lasting <sighs> relationship or just a flash in the pan, Twelman style? It was a flash in the pan. We created some lust puddles in the tub and then <laughs> we were out. Oh, I can imagine it. My final thoughts. Two wins in a row for the third time in MLS's history. One time could be an accident. Two times it's a pattern. Three times is a trend. Is that how it goes? <laughs> I don't know. I think I might <laughs> Shame on you. Shame on me. Zach, no, I already asked you. Yo, what's up? I already asked your prediction, but uh, final thoughts on the week that was. Big win. Big, great times. Lots of headlines. Yeah, good times. Great. It was, uh, I don't know. It was nice to watch. I haven't been able to watch before, so. I thought about setting up the projector outside in some way, because then, you know, there could be more than one person. There could be a person at my house watching outside, but then I thought, mosquitoes. Yeah, and that's really the end of that. Yep. Glad I brought it up. Nick, your final thoughts. Final thoughts. Let's win <laughs> against who are we playing again? I'm kidding. No. Let's uh LA, you idiot. beat Portland. Oh. Let's make Tom Bogart continue to have massive anxiety every time we win. Humpty Dumpty. Because there would be nothing sweeter than somehow <laughs> winning this tournament and just uh asking uh Tom if that was replicable enough. Replicable enough. Got him. That's a shitty final thought, but that's my final thought. I thought the excitement of this game would never wear off. I was wrong. As <laughs> we've reached the end here. So, uh, yeah, final thoughts. First place for second place in the group forever. Tournament style forever. CONCACAF Champions League, whenever. Emilio, what's a Gutman? Absolutely. Now more than ever. Well, goodbye. 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 <laughs>